What's up, everybody? It's Charles. Today, we are going back in time to July 29th of 2015 and talking about the state of the shop at that time. I really like the state of the shops and the older Q&A shows and going back and seeing what things were like, oh, geez, four and a half years ago at this point today. So we're going to talk about a handful of things in this video. We are going to talk about the win module recall on the Rutan, if you guys remember that. I think Chrysler also had that same exact recall. We're going to talk about the water pump recall on the GTI. This would be 11 to 14 GTI. Of course, TSI water pump failure. Probably one of the most common failures of that engine, and of course, oil leaks, and of course, timing chain tensioner failures, and of course, injector failures, and of course, other things as well. That's been a pretty problematic engine. If you guys want to see the teardown of that, I did do two separate videos, one tearing the top end apart, one doing the bottom end. You could check that out. Of course, those are over on the YouTubes. We're going to talk about AC. We're going to talk about the cost of being too busy, some maintenance changes for 2016. So if you have a model year 15 going to 2016, they did change some things and it kind of drove me nuts that they did this. They There was a reason they said they did it. I feel like there was a different reason, but we'll of course talk about all of that as well. We're also going to talk about a couple of new technicians that we had and then some other states of the shops. States of the shops? State of the shop? States of the shop. Let's go with states of the shop episodes. There we go. As you guys may or may not know, I'm a tiny bit rusty today. Feeling rusty. I'm trying to shake that rust off and get going for you guys. Real quick, before we get into that, I want to remind you guys, if you want to check out the videos that I do, of course, they're on YouTube. You can subscribe there and check all those out. Make sure you turn those notifications on so you actually get notified when I do a video. And, you know, apparently subscribing is not enough today. Uh, you got to also say, hey, in addition to wanting to know when there's a new video, I want to know when there's a new video. Also, if you want to help support the show, keep the lights on, literally keep the microphones rolling and whatnot. You can check out the crew membership program. Great way to support the show. More importantly, though, discounts for you guys to places like Black Forest Eastwood, MT Knives, Sonic Tools. Grip Mat is a new one that I just added. I'm working on a handful more for this year. We also have an exclusive Facebook group, which is a lot of fun and a little bit more access to me. I'm in that group a bit more than like the club page or on the main page as well. So as always, you can check that out. There'll be links in the video or audio, in this case, notes uh, on the blog at humblemechanic.com. So with that, let's go back in time four and a half years ago and talk about what was going on at the shop at the time. So first up in the Volkswagen world, we have been slammed with a ton of Volkswagen Rutans. Volkswagen and Chrysler finally have all of the parts to start replacing the wind module, which is basically the ignition switch. They had issues with them either cutting off or stalling. So what we do is we take the old ignition module out, we put it in, we replace all the keys, we program the module and send the customer on down the road. So we've had a really abnormal amount of, uh, of Rutans rolling through the shop lately. It's actually a pretty good job for us to do. We can do them fairly quick. And from a customer standpoint, you get to get a whole new set of keys. I know a lot of people really don't like doing recalls. I think it's a good thing. It brings a lot of cars into the dealership. So as a dealer tech, you know, that's what I want. I want more cars in the shop. I know from a customer standpoint, it's kind of inconvenient, but this is an issue that you definitely want to get taken care of. On the recall front, I had mentioned a while back that they were issuing a recall on the 2011 to 2014 GTIs 
to replace the water pump. That was the 19K5 recall. That recall's actually been suspended. Now, I don't really know why a lot of times when communications come down, we don't get all the information. We get just a, here's what's happening, pass it along to your customers, and we'll let you know when something changes. I imagine at some point we'll know all the information about this recall, and as soon as I know, I'll make sure I let you guys know exactly what's going on, what cars qualify, and what we're doing as far as repairs. Being that it's the middle of summer, we've also had a ton of AC repairs. Anything from low Freon to compressor failures. I actually did a video yesterday on how a lot of these compressors are failing. I'll make sure I put a link in the show notes for you guys to check it out or you know a link right up here if I if I nailed that right you can check out exactly what it looks like and how they fail the most common ones really seem to be the TDI's the CJAA engine code as well as the 2.5 liter engines nothing like the numbers that we were seeing years and years ago when the BPY compressors were failing and we were having to replace the entire AC system this is basically just either the valve inside is failing or the compressor is failing and we are having to do some flushing. Again, check out the video if you wanna know specifically how these compressors are failing. We've also been super busy at the shop, like crazy busy. I think I mentioned it in the last State of the Shop video that I don't remember ever being this busy in the dealership, as hectic, as frantic, as many cars coming in and out in the 11, 11 and a half, whatever years that I've worked there. Part of the problem with being that busy is that's when mistakes happen. We've actually had two cars that needed turbochargers replaced on it due to improper torque on the drain plug. Both of the drain plugs came out and we had to pay for new turbochargers for these cars. And it stinks because it costs the dealership a bunch of money as well as a huge inconvenience for the customer. Good thing is I work at a great dealership. We're upfront about it. We admit our mistakes. We make it right. We do what we got to do to make sure that the customer's car is fixed properly and that they're as happy as they can be, you know, minus having to come back to the dealership for a repair. In addition to those two failures, we've actually had a couple of cars damaged. One of them, the guy backed into the pole in the breezeway and damaged the side of, oddly enough, a Rutan. The other one was the parts truck got backed into a customer car and creased the back bumper a little bit. Just like with the turbochargers, we're very upfront, we're very honest, we admit our mistakes instantly, and we do what we gotta do to make it right. There's no cover up, there's no hiding it, there's no hoping the customer doesn't notice. We admit our mistakes and we make it right. And that's really one of the things that'll set apart, you know, a, a bad dealership or a bad service department from one that's good. Even though we make mistakes, we do what we gotta do to make it right. For 2016, Volkswagen's changed some of the maintenance scheduling on their cars. So if you're gonna be buying a 2016, which I don't think we've seen any at my dealership yet, but I know there's a few floating around there, you wanna pay close attention to what the maintenance schedule is. Personally, I hate when they change the maintenance schedule. It's so hard to remember, you know, we have so many different engine combinations and transmission combinations. It's a lot of times it's hard to remember what engine gets spark plugs at what mileage, what transmission gets a service at this mileage. And now we're changing it again. So we as dealership employees have to make sure we're up to speed on what some of these changes are. And if you're a customer, you wanna make sure that you're following the manual as well. Open it up, read through the maintenance schedule and make sure that you're doing things by the book to avoid a couple of things. One avoid doing things too often. You know, you don't need to change the oil every 3,000 miles. We're still at 10,000 mile interval services for oil change. You wanna make sure you're not doing something too often. You also wanna make sure you're not gonna miss something. Let's say the transmission service on the, the DSGs, for example, is due at 40K. You wanna make sure that at 40K you're ready for that and it doesn't kinda of come out of nowhere and slap you in the face. Following the maintenance schedule and knowing the maintenance schedule is a very important part of responsible vehicle ownership. I also got three brand new guys since the last time I did a State of the Shop video. Uh, all three of them have started off in Service Express. One guy who's worked, you know, three, four, five weeks, 
He's worked his butt off. I think I mentioned it in the video that I was very interested to see where this guy wound up. We're already ready to take him out of Service Express, put him on the line as a regular line tech. He still has a lot of training to do a lot of understanding on how you know the dealership process works and how repairing cars works versus just maintaining. But this guy's razor sharp. I'm really proud of how hard this guy worked and what he's put in to get from where he started and he knew he was just starting there to where he wanted to be. So props to him. It goes to show you if you work really hard, do the things that you're asked, learn the car line, learn what you're supposed to learn, help out where you can, and do extra when no one asks you to do, you'll be able to get where you wanna go. So props to him for, uh, for working hard, and I hope that that's an example for the other two guys we got in Service Express, which I think they're going to be able to do just about the same thing and follow right along behind him. The other thing from my standpoint of having a few trainees is that really does keep me busy the entire day between helping them out and teaching them what they need to know as well as still helping everyone else in the shop. You know, that's what I'm good at. That's what I like to do. It's one of my favorite parts of the job and uh, I'm excited to have three guys. It's been a while since I've had that many new people in the shop. Overall, we've got almost, I think, six new technicians within the last year or so in the shop. So it'll be interesting to see that 180 change from where we were when we hired this big batch of new guys to, uh, to where we are today and then where we are, you know, six months to a year from now. I think we'll be an even better dealership than we are today. So good stuff. I actually watched part of this video and man, man, this feels like a lifetime ago. Uh, very different garage setup. Still have the sticker toolbox though, weirdly. So it may be fun to go back and watch that. Not wearing my shop shirt, actually wearing a Wookiees in the Woods shirt in that video in a VW hat, of course. Looks like I probably weigh about 10 pounds more than I did in that video than I do now too. So uh, heavier and healthier uh, today than, uh, than way back then. So guys, if you have any questions, of course, swing over to the blog and you can listen on episode 82, the video or the audio one. I, I'll check comments on both. Also, if you have anything else, you can always reach me, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. And of course, by email, charles at humblemechanic.com. So thank you so much for listening, and I'll talk to you guys again next time.